And so by the time you've experienced uh, any grace or any blessings moving through you, first of all, I know that this is happening when my ego's perspective is like, wow, that was magical. I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> that was so fun. I can't believe how that just flowed. Like I'm not the doer at all. I have been part of something, but it has not come from me. It's come straight through me. Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. This podcast is part of an online community at solaceandshine.ca. It is a platform for those yearning to remember their true purpose. We are coming to you from Ishtadev Niwas Ashram in the Purcell Mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada, within the unceded territory of the Tanaha Nation. The Solace and Shine podcast dives into teachings from the soul's ancestral roots. The teachings are here so that we may embrace the human experience and live it with beauty, courage, and creativity. These teachings will make you want to lean in and shine wholeheartedly together in community. Allow me to introduce to you our host and guide, Sanyasi Shivani. Shivani has worked as a medium and a spiritual teacher for the last 20 plus years. Through her dedicated practice as a renunciate, and a teacher of yoga, she guides community through all aspects of living and embodying spirit through foundations of love, service, yoga ecology, and elevated esoteric teachings. Are you ready to embody your light? Welcome to the Solace and Shine podcast. Hello, beautiful shiny souls. Pavitra and I would like to welcome you to episode 7 of the fourth season of the Solace and Shine podcast. Amongst the birds and trees under a warm, sunny spring day at Niwas in 2019, Sanyasi Shivani answered a question I had about ego, and the answer that she gave was so enlightening and easily integrated into your everyday life. It was funny and poignant, and you could even hear the birds chirping in the background. Before we move into this episode, we would like to present an opportunity to expand your experience here on Earth this summer with Dragonfly's Song online program and the Lance Breath Solstice Retreat. Dragonfly's Song is a four-week online program. It is a virtual sanctuary to unlock the secrets of self-discovery. This program will share wisdom that will open your consciousness to a new connection with Earth. It starts June 1st, 2024, and it partners with a discount to the Land's Breath Solstice Retreat happening June 20th to the 23rd, 2024. The Land's Breath Solstice Retreat will be a gathering of souls offering connection and a song to nature. It is a unique opportunity to explore the symbiotic relationship between nature and personal well-being. Sanyashi Shivani will be releasing her second book, and you will get a chance to help with setting the standing stones that will be set at the vortexes that exist on the land of Niwas. This will be a grand and unforgettable event of heart expansion beyond all boundaries that you ever knew existed. We will provide the link to both of these delicious and nurturing events in the show notes. And now, enjoy episode seven of the Solace and Shine podcast, How to Shine in This Life. So I was asking you before, I've learned about the Manipur Chakra is called the Bejeweled City, and that I was 
I've also heard that the ego, we want to get rid of it or, you know, it's not a good thing. But if it's actually called the Bejeweled City, are, is the, the ego or the personality not supposed to shine? Right. It's quite a few points in that question. So I'm going to try and start at the beginning and see how far we can get. First of all, the first tenant that I understand in yog of the yamas and niyamas as according to Patanjali is ahimsa, which is non-violence. So any languaging around getting rid of the ego, killing the ego, is not what we're about, right? It is not, it's not the point, right? You have to have an ego to be in body. Um, and the ego needs to be in right relationship. And I think this is the part that's really challenging because so many of us are functioning only from the ego's perspective that any change makes the ego feel like it's inadequate or it's not purified enough or it's not good enough, which is just all of the woundings of the ego, right? So I like a couple of things. I like to think of it like this. Uh, the soul, the jivatma, okay, lives in a mansion. And the Jivatma has, uh, this mansion has a butler. The butler likes to think it's the master of the house. The butler wants everything done for it, right? Wants all of the blessings given to it. Wants everything to walk through the front door. But the, the butler needs to serve, right? That is the dharma or the duty, the right action of a butler is to serve. And that is when the household flows well is when the butler, who is really the head servant, actually is able to direct all of the senses and direct all of the, um, the, the more minor energies of the conscious, the human conscious experience to be in right relationship for the act of service. Uh, when the ego wants to be the master, that's when you get conflict and ah dharma which means not in right action and that creates uh, ownership and tension and forgets about being a servant and then everything gets really dusty because nobody's cleaning because the butler's like why should I clean I'm the only one here right but the fact of the matter is is that when the butler can come into right relationship with the household which is to be of service to be the front man it's the person that opens the door to the outside world. It's the thing that people see. It's the thing, the person that people interact with is the butler. It should be, the ego should be sattvic, should be pure, dressed well, speaks properly, acts properly, but does not act like it's the, the, the master of the house, right? So that's, that's, the, that's the first thing. The second thing is, I think is really a, an important understanding about why the importance for karma yoga and I think this is something the West really hasn't grasped its brain around very well yet but it has it's connected completely into this uh, question because of Manipura chakra being the jeweled city right and you're absolutely right it is the jeweled city because it is your place of power but it's not the place of the ego's power right when we are identifying when we're moving through the world to the outside world from the place of the ego the ego which wants to shine its energy 
right? It, it needs to eat, it needs to be fueled. And that fuel comes from the outside world and it comes through the outside world in thank yous, in accolades, in money, in power. It comes through uh, the outside world in um, wanting to be seen, wanting to be heard, wanting to be special, wanting to stand out. Uh, all of these things fuel the ego, right? It, it, it needs to feed off something. And so it's constantly looking to the outside world for that um, validation of its, of its existence. Okay, Yogis, as it is my understanding, is that we come to a place like ashram so that this these uh, these accolades, this uh, these thank yous, and oh my gosh, you're so wonderful, and look how well you've done, and all of this fuel from the outside world kind of gets stopped, and this can be really challenging when people first come to ashram because they think they're not appreciated, or they think that they are uh, working for nothing, right? And, and it's just this misunderstood perspective. Because the ashram cuts off this energy flow to the ego, the ego has to take stock of where it is and what it is and where it wants to be. And as a, a yogini, as a, an aspiring sannyas, we want to be able to go, okay, this is not where I want my ego to be fueled. This is not where I want my personality to be nourished from. So I have to turn around and go inside, right? And when I go inside, I realize that when the personality shines, it's not the personality or the ego that is shining. It's the energy moving through the ego. It's the energy moving through. It's coming from the master of the house to the butler through the front door and that energy is coming from the divine now in our lineage we would say that that was Sri Swamiji right because it is a point of focus that we can actively surrender to um, but in essence it's actually pure consciousness or Paramatma but sometimes the, the ego can get that's a bit lofty uh, so it, it, it's hard to like hold on to that and then the ego finds ways for it to actually come back to it so when we realize that the fuel coming into the personality is from beyond the ego from the divine from Sri Swamiji Swamiji whatever you want to whatever you want to label it as you realize you don't actually know how to plug it in. You don't, you don't know how to make that energetic connection. And that energetic connection is done through humility. It's done through surrender and it's done through service, which are the light tendencies of Manipura Chakra. And those tendencies, when we focus our mind, because the Manamaya Kosha is connected to Manipura Chakra, when we focus our mind on how can I Inter be in this action with this person, sweep this floor, do this thing, from focusing my mind on humility, on surrender, on service, then what happens is, is a stream of energy comes through us and things start to flow in a way that we've never dreamed possible. And this is the magic of Karma Yoga, because Karma Yoga is taking the knowledge of yoga into the experience of yoga. And for that to happen, you need to learn the practices and the techniques 
of disconnecting this fuel cell and reconnecting this fuel cell. And the embodiment of that is the accurate practice of karma yoga. Does that help? Yes. And so you're, you're shining because it's coming from the inside to the Jeev Atma and from the divine. Yeah, it's coming through, through you, not through. from you. And so by the time you've experienced uh, any grace or any blessings moving through you, first of all, I know that this is happening when my ego's perspective is like, wow, that was magical. I have no idea how that happened. <laughs> that was so fun. I can't believe how that just flowed. Like I'm not the doer at all. I have been part of something, but it has not come from me. It's come straight through me. And when you experience that in a group of people, like we do in the Yagyas every year um, in Rikia Pete, that magic is so inspiring that that is actually what fuels us when we come back to Canada. That is what keeps us going to strengthen this opening. And another way that this stays open and stays open for longer and stays connected in this crazy wild Western world we live in is mantra. Because that is the frequencies that actually keeps that line open. And so that is how the personality shines. That's how the, the being shines. It's because the frequency of light that it has drawn to for inspiration, for solace, for uh, the, its life force energy, that is what makes the jeweled city sparkle. It's because it's coming through, not from. And when we have our um, minds on humility, that's what opens up. Yeah, right? So it's like humility, it's not the doer, it's service, it's surrender. But what are you surrendering to? What are you acting in humility to? What are you, what are you humbling? What, what, what is actually being humble and what is it being humble to? These are questions that have to be asked internally and answers have to be experienced internally. And I can say that when those glimpses come through of who is humbling, itself and what is it humbling itself to is the most beautiful experience of life for me thus far is to feel that grace and in yoga and in the Ramacharita Manas if you read that book of the story of Ram and Sita and Hanuman and Lakshmana um, you see that it that what you're humbling yourself to what you're connecting to is the feet. Now remember the feet is the karmandriya of Manipura chakra. So for the mind to have to focus on something's feet in itself is an act of humility. And it's the feet of Ram. That you know many times in the book it says, you know, let everything in my world be gone, but don't let my mind be taken from the feet, the lotus feet of Lord Ram. That so long as my mind, my consciousness is connected to the feet of Lord Ram, everything will be okay. And and it's the feet because it's the humility and it's the surrender to connect into Manipura, which is your power source, but it's not your ego's power source. It is the power source of consciousness that can come through into this three-dimensional reality. Thank you for joining us in our Solace and Shine podcast. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, rate, and share it. 
We would love to hear what inspired you. And if you have any questions or topics that you would like for us to explore, please leave a note in the comments. Also, if you would like a daily dose of connection and raising of your frequency, join us on We Are, our online community. You can find the link in the podcast description. Follow the link and you will receive two weeks for free. See you soon. And don't forget, soften and expand.